so stunned that there was no cheese. And I remember thinking that was a completely ridiculous reaction to forgetting something on the grocery shopping list. And I was like, so I was like, why? Or I don't know that I necessarily thought, why did I do that? But it was just, this doesn't work. Something needs to change. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy our housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I write a podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by an active member inside Convivial Circle, Trisha Leger. Thank you so much for joining me today, Trisha. Yes, thank you for having me. Trisha is a Catholic wife and mother of five children who spent her single years in college mission and now makes a home and builds a domestic church in Southern Arizona. So now how long have you been in Convivial Circle? And do you remember like what it was that prompted you to join? Yes. I've been a member, let's see, for a, about two years, and I remember one of the things, it was just such a moment for me, when Saturday night is pizza night, and there's all of the hustle and bustle of trying to get dinner on the table, and so I go to make pizza, and there's no cheese. Uh, none. <laughs> and I remember standing there like with my mouth hanging open as if you had just told me space aliens landed on my roof. I was completely shocked. Like, how could this possibly be that there's no cheese? And my husband said, do you want me to go get some cheese? <laughs> because that if your problem is you don't have cheese, the solution is go buy cheese. But I was just so stunned and I just, I stared at him like a fish <laughs> out of water. And he's just, I'm going to go get some cheese now. And we lived literally two minutes from a grocery store. I think he went and got cheese and was home. And I might've still been standing there so stunned that there was no cheese. And I remember thinking that was a completely ridiculous reaction to forgetting something on the grocery shopping list. And I was like, so I was like, why? Or I don't know that I necessarily thought, why did I do that? But it was just, this doesn't work. Something needs to change in life. And at that time we had, we had four kids. And I think that what really prompted me is that I actually, I have a really good memory. And when all you're trying to keep track of is yourself, maybe yourself and your husband, yourself and one kid, you can totally rely on your memory, but you get two kids, you move house, 
One kid gets, two of my kids are on the autism spectrum. One kid has special needs and now you're managing a therapy schedule. And that system starts to break down really fast. And that, so the, the cheese moment was just, I, I can't rely on myself to manage these things by myself anymore. And I'm not sure, it, I don't know what kind of internet rabbit trail or podcast rabbit trail I had been on that had led me to Simply Convivial. But I think it was one of those, it was like beat burnout, beat overwhelm, stay on top of things. I was like, that sounds like the recipe for what I need. And I joined, I think just for one month or I might've done a quarter. And after just going through a few of the modules, it was like, yes, this is what I need. And it wasn't the home management tips. It was 100% the attitude tips, the mindset tips, because I had certainly gotten myself into that mess because I was relying totally on myself and thinking I could do it all. And, and that the checklist, the to-do list is the priority and Mm -hmm. not my relationships not the peace in my home, all of that, like that, those were just in the background, a thing that just magically happens once you, once the toilets are clean and the dishes are done and you have cheese for pizza, then all of that other stuff comes later. And that's, that is not true. It's completely backwards. So it wasn't necessarily that there was no cheese, but it was the reaction and response and just coming to the end of, wait, something bigger is going on here. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. just more of the realization because the initial reaction was like, how could I possibly forget cheese? I was like, people forget things all the time. But something about that realization yeah. that I was putting all of this on myself and my, my memory, my competency, my kitchen skills, my list making skills, all of that. It was the realization that there was like a really profound disconnect there because it, it's an honest mistake. Why should I completely shut down over a simple, honest mistake like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because I can't promise that joining Convivial Circle will mean you never forget anything on your grocery list, because we just ran out of milk for pancakes two weeks ago. <laughs> and and that's the funny thing. This morning, the kids had cinnamon bread with their breakfast, and I saw a kid take the last slice out of bread out of the bread container. And so my first response was, I should make some bread right now. Yeah. No, I have... I need to educate the children. I've got a grumpy teething baby. I have not one, but two video conferences I've got to do today. We're just going to have to not have bread today. (laughs) And that's fine. And that, but that, that is that attitude piece that whoops, we're out of bread and that's okay. There is a solution for that later. Yeah. Not everything, not everything is a crisis. So that segues into talking about the weekly review really mm-hmm. well. So we just did a masterclass inside Convivial Circle called the Mom's Weekly Review. And one reason why 
I knew I wanted to have you on the podcast is because you came to every accountability meetup very consistently. And so I wanted to just talk about what you were working on as you practiced the weekly review and what kind of insights about it you had as you practiced it. Yeah, no, that was, oh, that masterclass was super helpful. And I think one of the things that I was working on, and this has always been my temptation, is I'm a crammer. It's like, I'm going to cram as much in to the calendar as I possibly can. Where, oh, look, I've got 30 free minutes. I could totally run two errands in that time. And then you, one is stressed out and then I'm barking at the kids and then dinner is late or it's in the drive-through and, and then it's like a moral failure. Like this is, I have ended up in this position because I have done something wrong, like that kind of negative feedback loop. And so going through the weekly review masterclass, what I really wanted to look at was what, how am I planning? How am I looking at my calendar in such a way that I think every speck of time needs to be stuffed so full of things? And, and then, and realizing that Again, if it's just me, if I think, oh, I need to go to the post office, I'm going to the post office in as quickly as I can get my shoes on. If I need to go to the post office and get five children in the van, <laughs> this, I basically just filled our whole afternoon because I needed stamps. What I really wanted to be working on is how can I be looking at my plan and planning for margin because as soon as, and I'm so guilty of this, I'll write out a list. I'll write out that weekly plan and say, this looks great. And as long as X, Y, Z doesn't happen, it will work perfectly. Uh, the problem is that every now and again, every now and again, it does actually work out that way. <laughs> And so then, aha, this is how things go. Yes. But that instead of seeing that as the exception, it really is like it takes 10 to 15 minutes to get there. And maybe one time in like just a complete miracle, you did it in nine minutes. So now in your head, it's, oh, 10 minutes or less. <laughs> and never does it work like that. And one of the things I was also working on was trying to, there's, there's like the planner components. You need a calendar, you need a place to make your notes. You need a place for your routines, things like that. I noticed that those things were getting for me muddled together. Hmm. And so I wanted to really zero in and focus on each component. And that has been, that's also been really helpful in finding the margin by keeping things separated out. Like I'm going to just look at my calendar, make sure it's up to date, anything upcoming, any sticking points. And then my calendar is done. 
And then, so for my weekly review, I'm not trying to add in appointments or update things or whatever. That review time is looking at what is already planned or organized. Mm. The longer I sit in review time, the more wishful thinking, thing cramming I get into. So I would say that would probably be one of my number one tips is keep your review short. Like this is just quick checks, quick updates. Because the longer you sit there, it's what if I move this around and I could fit something in here. And then all of a sudden you've way overloaded yourself. Or I have way overloaded myself. Maybe nobody else does this. So what I have found is that I've gotten into a much better rhythm of taking a few minutes to double, to really tighten up the calendar. And then the calendar is good. And then maybe taking a few minutes to do a good thorough check of the pantry, a good thorough check of the freezer, get a good grip on the, the bulk of the grocery situation, the meal situation. So that when I'm sitting down for that weekly review time, I can keep it short and sweet, fill in my dashboard lickety split, and then it's done. And then I slap it on the fridge and walk away. It is amazing how much, like any task expands to fill the time given it, which is a temptation when maybe For those who might feel like, oh, I need lots and lots of margins and things are going to take lots and lots of time. That's Mm -hmm. what you give it. But there Mm -hmm. is the opposite problem, which I definitely also fall into of just Mm -hmm. saying, I can also do that. I can also do that. And that's, and I think like for me, there's perfectionism wears a lot of disguises. And so for me, perfectionism is the superwoman disguise. And my default, yes, I can do it. All the things, 10 things at once, three things in different parts of town, all at the same time. I'm there for it. And so, oh, I could fit this errand in. No, I can't. You know what I can fit in? Throw a couple of picture books in the bag, a couple of extra snacks. And then when we arrive at the next thing, 15 minutes early, like with no yelling and fussing. And so when the kid who simply cannot find his shoes suddenly locates them, we're still on time. And so we get there 15 minutes early. Everyone can have a bag of fruit snacks and take a trip through Mike Mulligan and the steam shovel. And there you go. And that's because that's what perfectionism is so expensive. Expensive. It costs you your time. It costs you your energy. It costs you your peace. It costs you your sanity some days. It robs you spiritually because then I'm doing it and not our good and gracious Lord. It, and it, it costs money because now I'm driving all over town. And when gas is four bucks a gallon, why am I running around like this? And I got myself in a sticky wicket and I'm in the drive-thru and there's, there is no such thing as a cheap trip through the drive-thru anymore. And so it's all of this like that. Yes, I can is it costs so much that perfectionism is so expensive. And, And that's also the power of baby steps. Oh, I got this done early. 
So instead of trying to cram in a full size project into this window, like what can I do in just five or 10 minutes before it's time to move on to the next thing? So yeah, like really getting to the practice of breaking things down to, to fit the window you've got. What's the expression? You've got to cut your coat to fl- fit your cloth. And it's like, if I've got 30 minutes, I like, no, I cannot declutter a closet in 30 minutes, but I could do maybe one shelf in the closet or I could go through just the hanging clothes or things like that. So shrinking your jobs to fit your time and not the other way around. <laughs> so yeah, valuing that five or 10 minutes is actually worth something was a big part of that for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it doesn't really count unless it's a full size project. And to say, mm-hmm. no, actually, even if I just put five or 10 minutes into this, I'll be making progress and it will count because yes, I'm going to count it. <laughs> and especially when you get to the end of the day, if you were working outside the home and then you get home, or if you were home homeschooling all day or whatever it was, 10 a.m., you thinks it's ridiculous to wash three dishes. 9 p.m. you wishes 10 a.m. you was a little more ridiculous. <laughs> so you have to think about 9 p.m. you. Like, is 9 p.m. me going to be happy about this choice? <laughs> 9 p.m. me wants a cup of tea and a book. 9 p.m. Right. me doesn't want to be scrubbing pots. <laughs> That's a great point. Thank you so much for joining me, Tricia. This has been a great conversation that I know will encourage a lot of other moms too, because we are not the only ones. (laughs) There's at least one other one out there. I'm confident. (laughs) Hopefully she'll see it. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Do you know what to do when you feel overwhelmed? A weekly review is the foundational baby step that you need to combat open loops in your life. It might not seem like a baby step, but as Trisha mentioned, a short weekly review is actually better than a long one. But a weekly review can feel like a vague and mysterious process where you're not ever sure if you're doing it right. That's why I have the Mom's Weekly Review Masterclass. All members of Convivial Circle have anytime access to this five-week masterclass, but we'll be working on it together with extra accountability starting December 1st. Having a weekly review in place is a great way to begin the new year. So to do the Mom's Weekly Review Masterclass with us in December, you can enroll in Convivial Circle or register just for the masterclass itself. Either way, check it out at simplyconvivial.com slash review. That's simplyconvivial.com slash review. A weekly review can be a key step in helping you make it a habit to repent, rejoice, repeat.